Welcome back to my podcast that talks about sports and how it influences your life. At the end of the last episode, I talked about Jordan Brewer, future MLB superstar, and how he's going to be on our second episode of the podcast. And so it's time. Here we go. Jordan Brewer, welcome to the second episode of my podcast about how sports influence your life. So, welcome. Well, thanks for having me. For sure. So, do you just want to get started on how how you got introduced into sports and what what, what was your first sport and how long have you been playing sports? Yeah, so I have been playing um, sports probably since I was three or four years old. I mean, I always had a ball in my head. Uh, either it was a baseball, basketball, or football. Um, but I really fell in love with them once I got older. I actually understood the games, and uh, I truly enjoyed it. And it was a huge uh, relief every time I got on the field. Uh, just put a smile on my face. For sure. So growing up, what was the, what was the first sport you've ever, you've ever played? Like, I know for me, it was honestly soccer, a sport that I can't stand now. <laughs> yeah, um, my first sport I played um, was actually baseball. Um, I, I remember when I was in the backyard with my uh, dad, I had this little like machine, like you put the ball on it and you'd step on it and it would shoot the ball up and you'd hit it with a baseball bat. Um, and I just remember always losing the baseballs, hanging over the fence and stuff and trying to go find them. Um, and that was, that was, that was honestly the first time I, uh, picked up the baseball and stuff. Yeah. So, when you first touched the baseball, well, actually, can you, can you just give a little background on yourself and where you are right now and where you started and basically go from growing up to high school to college and now to pro. Like, just give a little story about your past and what's, what journey you've taken. Yeah, so I, um, so like I said, I first started playing um, sports when I was really young, um, and then as, as I was growing up, um, I kept on excelling in sports, I felt pretty confident that I could play at a different level, um, most coaches and stuff were saying that, hey, you have a chance, and so um, once I got to high school, I, I was, wasn't very sure which sport I wanted to play in college or what I wanted to do. Um, and then around my junior, senior year, football really took a huge journey for me. I actually had a visit to Notre Dame, Michigan, and uh, Wisconsin. Uh, I was, unfortunately, injuries told me otherwise I couldn't play. I was, actually had a preferred walk on the play at Michigan, but my uh, injury said otherwise. And so I, I had to take the junior college route, and so I went to a, a JUCO in uh, Robinson, Illinois. It was called Lincoln Trail. I was there for two years. Um, had a blast. It was a grind. I was in the middle of nowhere. My uh, backdrop was a uh, was a prison. So it was it was quite interesting to see that every time we were practicing, you could hear them um, playing handball. They were playing soccer sometimes. Uh, so that was that was pretty wild. And then uh, luckily. Um, Eric Backage, the head coach at, um, at Michigan for baseball, um, came down to watch me and liked what he saw. So he told me to come come there. So I 
went to the University of Michigan for one year in 2019. Um, and then our team was just crazy stacked. We had so much talent on the team. We actually uh, went all the way to the Caltrail Series and played in the final game uh, against Vanderbilt, unfortunately lost. But um, And then after that, I got drafted by the Houston Astros uh, in the third round. And right now I am in West Palm Beach in uh, Florida. So it's it's been a quite a journey. It's been it's been a roller coaster, but you know you got to stick with it. You know you never know what's going to happen. What's next? You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Um, I'm just enjoying every single minute of it. For sure, it's yeah. Your story is insane, and it's definitely something that makes me believe. As me knowing you and working out with you and it makes me believe that anything is possible and like you've had more obstacles than anyone I know and look where you are that's my goal in life is just to show people that you know no matter what adversity you go through there's always your dream is still 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 can come true you know um, exactly no matter no matter what happens you know there's there's someone else that always has the worst than you um, that's one thing that always kept me going and now I'm trying to influence other athletes out there um, that have been through surgeries. Um, I'm up to 13 surgeries. I'm actually coming off rehab right now. Um, I'm actually finishing finishing on my rehab right now. I got two weeks left before I get released to go to an affiliate, which I'll be in High A in Asheville, North Carolina. Um, hopefully for half the season, then most likely going to end up in Double A. So you know, it's 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 a fun journey. It's rough. Um, but you know, this is what I live for. Uh, this is what I wanted to do my whole life. Uh, was play play a professional sport, and here I am. Exactly, it's it's a dream come true. But I know you still have goals, and I know you're still pushing for things to make further. So the next thing I wanted to talk about was so I know for me when I say something happens or something I just go to the gym and I shoot or I lift or something and clear my head it just helps me get over some things and get out of my own head like if something bad were to happen or if I was upset or something that's kind of, that's, that's what the main thing of this podcast is about which is how sports like can impact your life or change your life like for you like your job is playing a sport right now and that's amazing that's any athlete's dream but for you, I'm, with all the obstacles you've had, and I'm sure you've had things other than injuries that have happened, do you ever have a time where, like, you just need to clear your head and you can just go hit balls or go throw with someone, and it's just like a stress relief? Yeah, you know what? For me, um, like you said, like, yours is going to shoot hoops or something. For me, in baseball, um, I actually don't go do anything with baseball. I get away from the game um, because you got to think, in baseball, um, if you had 10 at-bats and you succeed three times, that's your Hall of Famer, you know? Uh, yeah. But if you take that to, like, a basketball court, like, you go for three for 10 at the free throw line, like, you're not going anywhere far, right? So, for me, I honestly will go for walks. Like, I'll put my headphones in and I'll just leave. Um, I'll just leave everything. Um, I'll go to the beach. Like I said, I'm in West Palm, so like I'll just go to the beach. I'll, I got my drone, so I'll go fly my drone around, take photography, um, and just relax. Um, just to remember that that why I'm doing this and like why why I love this so much. And um, 
and now since it's a profession, like my profession is my job. And so, like you said, it, that has also changed my outlook of baseball too. Like it took me, when I first got into pro ball, it took away like the love for baseball for a little bit. Um, but this past year I actually fell in love because of COVID, everything shut down. So like I was done for two years, I wasn't playing. And uh, that really took a toll on me. And you know? I was like, I couldn't do anything. Like, you know, you can go hit in the, hit in the cage, like you said, but there is honestly nothing like running out on that field. They just competing. Like, competing is just yeah. special. Exactly. exactly. So the last thing I really want to talk about was, so you mentioned the World Series. You mentioned yep. your getting, you getting drafted in the third round. Talk about how you felt after finding out that you cannot, your body would not handle playing college football and how, how much that hurt you or how much that affected you and what gave you the motivation to decide I'm going to go the Juco route and I'm going to keep fighting for my dreams in a second sport. All right. You know, it it really did take a toll on me. Um, Mentally and physically. uh, It's because, I, I, you know, it's just like taking, <laughs> I, honestly, I, I was like a little kid, like, you know, you take, like, you know, like young kid, he's going to start crying, right? That's how I was when, when I got football taken away from me. I was not happy. Um, and I had to figure out, like I said, it was, it's been a bumpy road. It's been a roller coaster. There's been highs and lows. Um, and that's when my path changed and I just had to accept that mentally and uh it took it took me a while to accept that so i remember when i was at my juco i was there for the first year i didn't play football. i used to listen to every single game during practice like if we had hitting practice that day i had my phone to the game um or after the games i would call coach and say hey well why aren't we in this place so talk about how your opportunity with michigan in another sport and how you took advantage of that opportunity and what you got the year you were at Michigan with Big Ten Player of the Year. And Yeah, so um, when my uh, – I was actually sitting in the office at my junior college, going over options with my uh, JUCO coach, uh, Kevin Bowers. He's asking, like, so school you thinking? And he goes, what do you think about Michigan? I was like – I mean, yeah, that'd be absolutely amazing, but I don't see that ever happening. It was, let's make a call, speak, let's make it happen. Um, so he made a call, sure enough, back his, uh, liked what he told him, and so he, back his had me come up for a visit, and then he said that next week he was going to come down and watch, and then when we get to his event, I said, okay, cool. He came down, um, and it's probably like, and then after the game, since it was a small, small, small city, it was probably, I mean, we our two places to eat were Subway and McDonald's, if that doesn't tell you anything. So um, he goes, where do you want to go eat? I said, well, we got two options. So we went to Subway, sat down, and we started talking. He goes, hey, this is, this is what's going to happen. Um, I like you. I want you. Um, but the thing is, we have five other outfielders and I said okay I didn't, I didn't question myself at all um, because I knew how I work and how I compete that 
soon as I got on the field there, I, I would, wouldn't let go. And uh, he goes, are you sure? Like I said, you, we have five other outfielders. I was like, yeah, that's, that's, that's okay. That's fine. I started smiling, you know. Um, he goes, all right, let's do it. So I committed that day. Um, the first day in camp, first day at practice, um, I've never not started in my life, so it was it was a little weird. Um, and so I had to get used to coming off the bench and starting. I mean, coming off the bench and uh, working my way up the chain. And uh, as soon as our spring game came, uh, we were headed to Port St. Lucie in Florida for a spring tournament. I mean, spring trip. Um, and right before we left, uh, one of our guys is appendix blue, one of the outfielders. Um, Another one had, was coming off of injury, so he was DH in that week. Um, and all of a sudden, one of our guys became uneligible for, um, it was weird to someone who's classed didn't transfer with his major, so that made him uneligible, and I was the next man in line. I was freaking out. I was like, well, all right, there's my opportunity. I can't let go. Um, and then ever since then, I, I started ever since then, and then – um. But, you know, Michigan really taught me how to be uh, a good human being, too. Like, there's other things outside of baseball. Um, like, going to events. Uh, we always went to the Mott's, the Children's Hospital, every Tuesday and Thursday and speak to the – hang out with the sick, sick kids at the, at the hospital. Um, and that was really nice, too. Um, that was that was a huge thing for me, to just to get back to my roots. And um, – just seeing the smile on those kids' faces was just everything for me. For sure. And that's, that's the huge thing is people don't realize, like, sports is more than a game. It's connecting with your fans. It's connecting with the youth and the kids that look up to you. And for you, exactly. you got the whole county that looks up to you, so. <laughs> well, I hope I'm doing good. Yeah, oh, you are. All right. So, in the... To wrap it all up, would you say that sports have impacted your life and drastically changed it? Oh, 100%. You know, I honestly don't know what I would do without sports. And actually, I don't know but what I would be doing if I didn't have sports in my life. Um, exactly. Yeah, I, don't, I honestly don't. You know, I've thought about that a couple of times, and I still don't have an answer to it. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Jordan Brewer. With the Houston Astros. Nicely taking time and joining the podcast. <laughs> Appreciate it, brother. Thanks for having me. To wrap up the conversation with Jordan Brewer, I just wanted to say that it, it, he just shows that whatever you put your mind to, anything is possible. And he is doing, he's living his dream right now. He is truthfully living his dream by playing a sport he loves as a living. He is getting paid to do what he loves and playing a game for fun. That is every athlete's dream, and it's just outstanding all the obstacles that he's overcame and pushed through. And it just shows that no matter how determined you are, if you want something bad enough, you'll be able to go out and get it. And that's exactly what he proved to everyone, is that no matter the injuries, no matter the circumstances, he was determined to go and accomplish his goals and his dreams and pursue a lifetime of happiness off of playing the game that he grew up as a child playing. And that is just outstanding. And it just shows that sports can change your life drastically, as it did for him, 
by having his living be playing the game he loves. Or it could just change it in a certain way, as in for me, where I'm upset or something's going on and I just have to go shoot for a half hour just to clear my head. There's just so many different things that sports can do for your life, and it's just incredible for me to hear all the types of different stories that other athletes have had in their lives. So that wraps up Episode 2. Don't forget to tune in next week for Episode 3. I'll catch you later.